Hello, welcome again to Sarcasm Colored Glasses. I'm your host, Critical J, and today and for the next several episodes, we've got so much information for you guys. Um, from well, well, so much to talk about from the information that's out there right now, which is uh, something that we've been very much starved for. We've been starved for new content. We've been starved for information about new content. And thank you to Disney Investors Day, we've got more than we could have freaking imagined. And so much to be excited about. So there's actually so much that I'm actually going to have to split it up into. I'm going to do what Disney has in plans for Star Wars. And then the next time we're going to talk about Marvel. And then we still also have to talk about um, the the end season of Mandalorian and what this and what this the relationship between these new shows has with that, because there's just everything's exploding. So rather than just spit it all out let's just break it down a little bit so we can digest a little bit of this because it's it's so exciting it's so much fun so today let's talk about the star wars shows um first off um well because there's basically as far as what has been originally what they said is like okay well there's nine series slash movies coming to disney plus slash the movie universe uh movie cinemas or whatever um for star wars specifically which is like amazing enough and then after we see the season finale of the uh, mandalorian with the end credits spoiler alert there is another show <laughs> coming that is uh, another one that is a spin-off from it so we have the book of bubba fett which is super exciting um because one we didn't even expect to see him there in the first place and the involvement in the series, you know, really, you know, it, it was just really just a wetting of the whistle of what we could get from this character. And the and, and I want to talk more about this in more detail when we talk about the season finale of Mandalorian, because it uh, very much ties into that. But for now, this is just like a super exciting thing. We've got um, a, a, a dab from the. Um, from the series and that's going to explode into another thing and so i definitely love to see more bubba fett um especially the, the way that he uh ends up on tatooine just kind of like taking over that thing and there's i, I want to talk about that scene more later but the the there there's so much potential for that show so that is one thing that is coming about and also from there also from the mandalorian um we have ahsoka star wars ahsoka which was you know and and you know when they talked about all these characters coming into the mandalorian we're excited but people are also as star wars fans are scared because they didn't want them to overtake the show they didn't want it to become all about that and as i, I talked about with the uh the jedi episode where we finally finally get to see ahsoka and and brought into live action we see that you know not only does she you know like help mando along the way but it's like kind of like the way it was done in the episode was you know it, it was basically like you know one of the side characters kind of just the way cara, D- cara dune was previously and then ended up becoming somebody more you just see them once and then they become more but ahsoka is such a huge character that you bringing her in and everything that she has tied to the Clone Wars and the Star Wars universe really could take over so much. And then the fact that, you know, her mission, as she states in there, is she's looking for Thrawn. So, which is another thing which is huge, which comes out of Rebels as well. So, we talked about that more in in that particular episode. Um, But 
that leads to say that, you know, like there is so much that can be done that's not in the Mandalorian and that they're doing it right, saying like, okay, we're going to introduce the character and then we're going to explore this great story in a bigger series, which is excellent. And something that, you know, there's just so much, there's, God, Ahsoka is so untapped and there's just so much that you go for. So that is absolutely freaking amazing. And also (laughs) coming from the Mandalorian series, we have Rangers of the New Republic, which is um, basically, you know, like we don't have a whole lot of information about what's going on with that, but um, it's, you know, kind of like the fighter pilots um, in this New Republic after the Empire has fallen. You know, as we see, like, of course, the Empire is still out there. They didn't just like, oh, Emperor's dead. Let's just stop being evil. They're like, no, we're just we don't have the resources we had, but we're still we're still trying to do what we're trying to do. We're still trying to bring order to the galaxy, just doing it on a smaller scale. And as we know, in the 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 final trilogy, we know that that ends up um, becoming the first order. So it's like they didn't just disappear, but they had to. You know, it's not like they disappeared and then came back. It's like they were always there and they just built into and involved and became something else. But at the end of the fall of the Empire, um, you had the Republic be reformed, you know, so the new Republic. And they're, as we see in the Mandalorian, they're policing the galaxy. They're looking for Imperials. They're looking, they're trying to make sure everything's all peacekeeping and whatever and you know try to stamp out all that imperial crap that was still there from that's still left over so you have a whole like a whole other thing to source from and you know when whether or not they actually use the characters that we've seen in the mandalorian when we did see these uh new republic rangers um or if this is something other pilots that are there we don't know but either way it's you know it's it's something that's really great to see and it's really worth seeing and there's so much information it's more expanding of the universe because like originally with these star wars films you know you've got uh you know we've got the the emerging jedi versus the empire then we've got jedi versus sith all of this stuff going on and if you ever played um star wars galaxies which was like a, a, a multiplayer game like a while ago um at the kind of a start of all these multiplayer games you know it was something that wasn't about just being a jedi you had to like go through a whole bunch of things to become a jedi character but there were all these other characters that you would play normally there was a smuggler there was a bounty hunter um i forgot what the other ones were but these are all things that are going on in the star wars universe that are aside from jedi and um so the the mandalorian coming out you got to see okay well here's the the bounty hunter class and um and look what happened with that so here you have like you know here's the 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 pilot class or whatever you would call it and this is you know a series of that and if you also we've got the side quest of like ahsoka as far as being like okay here's the it's like oh you've gone through the trials to become a jedi here's your series you know so there, there's a lot of exciting things dude from that because you know if you didn't think that much could come from like a man from a, a bounty hunter series you know gunslinging whatever then you know here's one about um basically space cops um, if you want to put it away so you know i th- think that's exciting and um not a spinoff from the mandalorian but a spinoff of other star wars stuff we have obi-wan kenobi which we knew about from a while ago they did announce this a long time ago but now we have like more super exciting information about it um 
as far as being Hayden Christensen reprising his role as Darth Vader Anakin. So, um, because this series takes place, I think they said like 10 years after Revenge of the Sith and nine before A New Hope. And, um, and it's something, it's something hilarious to, uh, that, and, you know, a huge Star, Star Wars fan. I love it in every single way. I love all these different things. But something that somebody pointed out to me that I never once considered is how freaking much did Obi-Wan age from Revenge of the Sith to A New Hope? Because, you know, yeah, you know, he's beard and gruffly and stuff, but he still, you know, looks like he's in his 40s or so. But then when you see him in... um when Luke finds him in A New Hope, he's, you know, like basically like a 75-year-old man. And you're like, wait a minute. Did, I, did, did, how much time are you adding up between these things? It's like, I thought it was like 20 years or something like that. And so going from 40 to, well, I guess 40 to 60, I guess. But he, he's an aged 60. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, so this is like smack in between those two movies on the timeline. So, um there's a uh, so much potential you've got um one the potential like luke is 10 years old so he may or may not be in there there there's no um confirmation of that but there's also um even aside from all that but you know it's it starts with tatooine because that's what happens right after revenge of sith he takes takes the boy back to his family and he's gonna watch over him so but there's a lot of things that divert if you've ever watched um arrow you know the he was like oh you know i was uh five years on the island or whatever but i mean well he was gone for five years but every season of the first five seasons they flash back to somewhere else he actually was being he wasn't just sitting on the island by himself you know it turns out he went to china he went here he went uh to russia he was doing all these different things and then ends up back on the island to um get rescued and stuff like that and so we can kind of take it as this, you know, it's like, yeah, he went to Tatooine, he's going to watch over him, but he's also, you know, going off on other planets. He's not just spending 20 years just sitting there watching this kid from a distance. He has other adventures. And one of those adventures is another face-off with Darth Vader um, in his younger form. And so, you know, you could think about it. It's like, okay, well... Um, obviously he's burned up and all that stuff from after revenge of the sith i feel like i want to watch that right now i'm so excited um after watching that and um so you know he's in the full body suit and everything like that but so you're like okay so then why do you need hayden christensen you know it's like anybody could be back there obviously like the um original actor was not james earl jones he was just the voice um but uh but you know you say like there's like in rebels if you watch that and I, I i can't stop telling you guys watch clone wars watch rebels whether you skip through clone wars a little bit because there's so much of it um rebels you need to watch straight through because it's got that continuity um first season's a little tough to get through um but it from second on amazing and it it spawned onto so many of these things like you had your battle with um uh, the, the 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 finale 
I think with this finale, finale or towards it, I can't remember. Um, spoiler alert. Um, but it's somewhere in there. There is a battle between Ahsoka and Darth Vader. And they previously had not seen, you know, Ahsoka. And if you're looking at the last season of Clone Wars, can you see how many name dropping of shows I'm talking about here? You know, just in talking about one thing, because all of these shows are bringing into one thing. And you know that that's the thing that gets me so excited. Most excited is continuality across shows. And so the fact that Star Wars is doing this so seamlessly is amazing. So as I was saying, from when then they last seen each other, she walked away from him when she walked away from the Jedi Order. And he's at and, you know, he's you know, he basically is empathizing with her. He's like, I understand. Um, you know, I have my doubts, too, and everything like that. And she's like, I know. And that they basically agreed that they both see flaws with the Jedi and but she she walks away from it. She says that, you know, I can't be a part of this. Um, I have to find my own way. And as you see through, you know, the last season of Clone Wars, she finds her way, her finds her way back to it, but not within the order. And as you see in the Mandalorian, you find out where she is. She's still doing what she has to do. She's still being a Jedi without being a Jedi. And she's like holding true to the ideals that she feels is important while not going to like, you know, she's she's not going through the rhetoric of it. However, with Anakin, he stayed in it and ended up rebelling against it from within and ended up destroying the whole thing. But they understood each other, you know, and so they had that that scene and they didn't see each other again you know order 66 went through she didn't know what happened darth vader comes out she doesn't know this she doesn't know that that was her master and so um and i'm summarizing a lot of things going on in rebels um spoiler whatever whatever but it's still you know watch it and because watching it isn't the same as me telling you about it um and i'm not telling you exactly when it's like oh yeah episode two of whatever whatever anyway so eventually they she runs into Darth Vader. They have this fight. Um, her, his mask breaks. And when his mask breaks, he speaks as Anakin, not as the Darth Vader voice, because, you know, he's not speaking through the breather, breather thing, you know, and he's like Ahsoka. And she's like, Anakin? And that shock and that amazement, that, like, honestly, that scene is probably the most emotionally drawing episode of anything i've seen in any of these series and whatever you know because you have to really put you're really putting yourself into that place you know um of really feeling out like you know this was this was your teacher this was your father figure your your everything and you find out that he is the darkest thing in the world that is destroying everything that you're trying to create you know it's like i, I could talk so much on just that episode but that was the the, but just to bring this into you, it's like he spoke with Hayden Christensen's voice. So this could happen here. And, you know, you've had your times when, you know, um, even in the movie where his his helmet was off and when he was in the back of the tank in Rogue One. Um, all these endless possibilities for the character to be shown. And I think that that and that I feel like they're doing it right and they're going to do it right. And that's what's so amazing. Can't wait. So that and you also have potential for Darth Maul because Darth Maul is around at this time, you know, and from the Clone Wars, him and Obi-Wan have been going back and forth and back and forth. And at this point, because I think that this is um, maybe couple years i think it's like maybe a year or something after um 
was the other one, Solo, where there's end credits of him in there as the leader of Crimson Dawn. So potential, because if he's going out there fighting crime, here's crime. And he, and they uh, they still have that grudge match. So amazing things. So much to go for this one. Um, so in the end, and on top of this, this is going to be, this is going to be like a short series. So I think that it's only like maybe like four or six episodes or something like that. Or it was originally six and now it's four. So um, no idea how long they're actually going to be, but it's not going to be like something where it's like drawing on of like, okay, there's going to be season two or season three or whatever. This is just like a one and done thing, but it's like such an amazing one and done thing. And so, and you can take that thing and, you know, it's like, that's what, that's the, the when you're having in between series, things like this. That's really the right way to go about it. Because, you know, if you've watched the Saw movies, Saw just started out as just this one random thing. And, of course, the guy dies in the end. So, um, the, the, yet you have, like, six different sequels, and they keep going back. And each time they go back, they add in more things that they didn't tell you. They add in more things that they didn't tell you. Um, and that's not always the way that you want to have something done. Because when you start something out with one idea, like, really just, like, kind of like how... Clone War, not Clone, Attack of the Clones went to Revenge of the Sith, and then Clone Wars came out, and Clone Wars squeezed in all of that stuff in there, but as I always tell you, Revenge of the Sith was done after, so you didn't get to see those characters further, so you had to make a reason for why they weren't there. But so, this one, going back, if you had to have keep having more seasons, or you're having 10 episodes and stuff, then it's like, okay, there's a lot of things that you need to start saying, like, okay, well, Every interaction that he has, it touches something else in the universe. You need to make a reason for why this or how this worked in with something that you've already seen and something established. So it's very dangerous. So doing this very short and like that, incredible. And it's also being done by um, somebody who has done um, episodes of The Mandalorian, which, you know, you can't go wrong. So our other prequel of, and funny, prequel of a prequel is Andor which is going to be um, a series, another, a short series of um, casting Andor from Rogue One. So this is previous to that, I believe like five years before Rogue One. So we know like during it, he talks about, it's like, oh, I did this or I did that. We know he's a spy. So, and he talks about the things that he regrets having to do in the name of, you know, the, getting the Republic um justice and all that stuff you know and you know spies they get their hands dirty you know you you have to kill the guy that just helped you because he's he you don't want him to talk about the secrets that you're doing so into like obviously we've seen more one you know that scene um so this is again another short series um, which again, you obviously, you know, Cassian has his end in, um, Rogue One, so you can't go any further than that. And you have to, you know, also make sure that you're touching in just too much, but you don't want to send too many waves. that's going to, you know, have a different thing to it. And like everything else, it's being described as basically they're not treating it any differently than doing a movie. So it's not going to be like, okay, well, you know, um, like with the Marvel movies, you know, you have like all this money poured into it, but then when you have the series, you know, and it's like, okay, you know, we have a little bit less special effects or things like that, you know, it's like, no, this is full blown and it's going to feel just like the movie, which is super exciting. And the fact that, again, here you go, pulling something else from the galaxy. Now you have a spy thriller. So, um, 
all these different aspects of everything that's outside. So again, building universe with everything. What, you know, like you could do a story about, you know, like, I don't know, the president or whatever in something, but, you know, at that same time, people are, have other jobs, right? And other things going on. So this is like a touch of other other things. So every time we see a different little job or whatever, it's something that's added to this great universe that we're loving. And it's building it more and more and more. So now also um, on the animated side, we have uh, coming, and this is all stuff going to Disney Plus so far. Um, there's a, a short animated series called Vision, Star Wars Visions, which is basically going to be kind of like a little anime, um, little animated actors, um, kind of like, well, it's from Japanese creators, so this should be interesting. Hopefully it won't look like, um, God, what was the name of that one? Uh, Rebellion, Star Wars Rebellion or something. I forgot what the name of it was, but the, the latest animated series like i did not like the look of it and it was it was too silly um i mean i watched it through and had some useful parts at the end but um man it was no rebels it was no um clone wars so interesting to see um but it's supposed to be a bunch of like little short stories of things going on in star wars universe again building 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 and it's you know it could be something like the animatrix which uh, which, as we recall from that, like how huge were those stories and filling in the blanks of things going on in the Matrix. Um, and luckily that was done in between the actual movies. So when you have the movie, you're seeing characters that were in the um, the Animatrix and their stories are going forward. So it's like, oh, okay, so they did that very cool. To, you know, they were luckily just crammed that in at that point. So this one could be just about anything. Don't know a huge lot. Um, now this one, this one, I'm super, super excited because if you know me, you know, I'm like all about the dark side, all about the Sith. Um, I, I love all those stories and I love, you know, even when it's, you know, the things of like redemption or whatever, but I love the whole battle of it. Now this, the acolyte is something that's taken from the perspective of, um, well, a Sith acolyte, which, um, you know, if to break it down for you, it's like basically somebody that is um, trained, studying, training, you're basically an apprentice or something. Not a real apprentice, because as we know, the apprentice is that um, they are the uh, the second hand to the Sith Lord. However, this takes place at the end of the High Republic era, which is the new comic series, which had been out, um, which is, you know, it's hundreds of thousands of years or whatever in the in the in the jedi's highest moment so it's after the old republic yet before um the the prequel series well well before that and well after that so this is you know like peacekeepers of the galaxy and everything like that sith are still out there and there's still several it's not the uh the, the rule of two hasn't been established yet so it's before darth bane so we're talking about um you know, this particular um, acolyte, somebody studying to 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 grow in the powers of the dark side. So this was being described as a mystery thriller set in the galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers, which is something that just gets me all tingly, <laughs> you know? So anybody that's all dark side with me is like, yes, here's a show for us, you know? And um, so it's super exciting to see stuff like that, you know, because um, I love playing in the old Republic things. I love playing those dark characters. I love going through the Sith temples and stuff like that. And the Sith Jedi 
I uh, go to Sith training camps. And so to see all that, super hot. Can't wait. Um, also, on the animated end is The Bad Batch, which um, has a trailer out there. You can look that up. Um, and if you've watched the last season of The Clone Wars, The Bad Batch was those uh, kind of like freaky clones that, you know, like something was wrong with them, but they use them for these special missions um, because they have a specific skill set even though that they're you know like kind of like mentally unstable and stuff like that you know we all love like mentally unstable troopers right so it was something that was like you know just kind of like touched on there like in the first couple of episodes and it's um and so to see more of this after and this is immediately after revenge of the sith so order 66 is gone out and and it's interesting to see it's like are these troopers, because they're defective, are they immune to Order 66? Or are they, do they become troopers of the Empire, but, you know, like single-minded ones because they're not under that. But, you know, in the trailer, we see them fighting stormtroopers. But, you know, at the same time, we also see Tarkin talking to them. So it's like, okay, so um, what's going on here? So that's super exciting because I feel like it was something that was really just like, touched on in the clone wars and it felt like kind of like filler episodes you know um because after that it was really where we wanted to get at to see what was going on to close the clone wars but it was something that was interesting and so here we go we've um we get to see more of this so that's super exciting that's supposed to be i think like next year or something like that animated so much easier to get this stuff out because, you know, like people can do these things working from home and all this stuff. Um, so another series that is it's on and on and on. Another mini series, also um, a prequel type thing, is Lando. So, and this is, we don't know if uh, Donald Glover is actually going to be this. I haven't specifically said it, but I guess in the, they were showing reels of, um, you know, I guess like pieces from Solo or whatever. So I'm guessing that it would be him um but this is supposed to be you know more of his adventures and you know in his event series which is probably just gonna be a couple episodes um more or less you know movie broken up into something like that but you know not a lot to go on for this one but you know i i'm one of the people that i i love solo um, I feel like Solo came out at a very poor time. It came out at the time then there was another Avengers movie out that uh, Deadpool 2 was out. So, you know, like, yeah, it didn't have great box office uh, things, but right now nothing does. <laughs> um, but it didn't have it. But it was like, it was, you know, they put it out too much at one time. So, but if you watch it, it's like, it's a very enjoyable movie. It's very much... Um, it it's it does its Star Wars homework. It's very interesting. It, the the solo really feels like a younger Han Solo. Um, so it's not something where it's like okay, we're gonna do some prequel or something, but it doesn't feel right. You know, they did all of their homework as far as you know, like go watch well, what makes a good prequel or not. Um, they they hit all those points in there. It was uh you know I mean it was a heist film, and you get to see a lot of cool interesting things there as far as like you know the um. God, what is the name of that run? Um, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyway, but it was a good movie. And I think that this coming off of it would be very interesting, too. And, you know, and you also have the possibility of, you know, that Han Solo popping up. So um, more continuality. Love it. Um, and I feel also, too, that there was more 
to go with that story because that was really just one little thing. So, and I think that there's so many more little things that could come off of it too. So it's awesome. And now you've got the next Star Wars movie, um, Rogue Squadron, which is, um, if you've paid attention to anything, this is, you know, uh, Luke Skywalker's um, squadron when they were fighting on Hoth in Empire Strikes Back. So the fighter pilots, that was that. Um, is it about those ones? No, it's supposed to be like a, uh, a a new generation of them or something like that or something that, I mean, I don't know if it's, it's supposed to be around that time or whatever, but obviously it's not going to be Luke. So, but you're talking about that area. But the exciting part about this thing is, like I said, there was, uh, you know, the whole thing as far as the books and everything being dismissed as just legends and they weren't canon anymore and anything new that they do is going to be related to them. However, Rogue Squadron is a series of books that was a X-Wing series um, from the expanded universe. And also there are um, there's video games related to it. So there's a lot of source material out there. And um, so this kind of like gives, so you're like, okay, so is this like they're just taking a name and they're making something new? No, no, no. They while they might not be taking stories directly from there and just like making the story into a movie, they will be using information from there. So that's going to again take more legend, make canon. And I haven't even talked about what's the most exciting part about this movie. It is directed by da, 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 Wonder Woman's Patty Jenkins. And I gotta say, I am no I like you know, I love JJ Abrams. I love um I don't know. I can't think of any other directors at the moment. But, um, that that is one movie. That is one director that I absolutely love, and that is a director that is passionate about the story and doing the story right, doing the characters right, and um, you know, and somebody's like not just a director, they're a fan, and so to see what she brings to this, oh man, I can't wait. I can't wait. You shouldn't be other way, you know? So um really, really hyped about that. Um also there's going to be um a droid story, which is I think it is animated. Yeah, and that's gonna be animated, uh C3PO and R2D2, and they're supposed to have like another hero. This is also supposed to be um little short things. Um so or like a little short no, or like a a little movie or something like that. Either way, it's going to be kind of another one and done thing, which I'm least excited about this one. But, um, you know, it might be something good for the kids, good for the family or something like that. Like I said, I usually skip the episodes that focus on just the droids when there's in the Clone Wars. But, hey, there's actually there's there's an appeal out there. So, you know, this could be something that's cool. Um, and, and if it's just like, you know, a little short film, then, you know, why the hell not? Um, who knows what those little guys are getting into? And there's supposed to be also another movie um, coming out, out, which is, you know, untitled or whatever, but it's by, jeez, uh, I'm probably going to butcher this guy's name, uh, Taki Witaki, the, the guy who did Thor Ragnarok. And he also did episode um, of The Mandalorian, the season finale of uh, season one, which is on both counts, amazing. And he, he also, I believe he does the voice for the IG unit too. Um, but yeah, this guy is also a great director, fun-loving person, really into the story and everything like that. So 
Don't know too much about this one, but hey, you know, can't go wrong. Sounds exciting. And I'm, I, if it's Star Wars, I'm excited for it. <laughs> so that is basically everything that we've been given for the things that are coming out in the next couple of years. And um, where they're at so far, um, I, I can't have anything but excitement. There can't be anything but amazement and more great things. And this, uh, like, it, it's just amazing. And I love the fact that these things, they all tie into each other. Um, and uh, all, the, all you people who are worried about, oh, well, what's going to be on Disney Plus now? Well, guys, here you go. You don't have just one show. You don't have just nostalgia. You've got so much stuff out there coming to you. And um, can't wait to see it. And obviously, keep you posted as things keep going on. Um, follow my Twitter, HJism. I'm going to, you know, I'll post whatever little things I hear about uh, if we don't do full-blown episodes about stuff. But, yeah, this is definitely something to, to look up Um Check out the trailers that are out there. There's a trailer for Bad Batch. There's little sizzle reels for um, Obi-Wan where they talk about it and stuff. And and uh, also um, Andor. So, but yeah, and I, and I can't wait. To, I hope, to, can't wait to hear more about Acolyte. I'm super excited about that thing. Um, but yeah, uh, and, and so that's what we have for Star Wars. And um, I hope that you're just as excited as I am and um, the years can't come fast enough. <laughs> now this stuff has finally started coming and now like now we're really, really hungry for it. And they're, you know, they're saying it, they're out there and they're saying it's like, okay, you know what, we're, we're doing our business to make sure that this wait is worth it. So until next time, guys, I hope your prescriptions failed and you're seeing clearly.